Hi friend, my name is Danielle Holleran and I am the host of the Detail Diary podcast. I'm a self-made online business owner who loves sharing the behind the scenes of my business and inspiring others to follow their dreams. You can find me most days chasing my dog around, relaxing with my husband, and wearing basically anything Dusty Rose and Pearls. Think of this as your space to come to feel motivated and inspired to take on your biggest dreams while also just chatting with your best friend. Cozy up for some girl time and get ready to feel uplifted and inspired. Hello and welcome to episode number 50 of the Detailed Diary podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Holleran, and today is the last episode of the Detailed Diary podcast for 2021. I cannot believe that we are on the 50th episode. This is absolutely crazy to me. I started this podcast at the start of 2021 in February, and I just can't believe that we've hit 50 episodes. We've hit over 20,000 downloads. It is mind-blowing to me. If you love listening to the podcast and you haven't left a review, I never talk about reviews on the podcast, but if you haven't left a review and you wouldn't mind just taking a couple seconds out of your day to scroll down and leave a review. That would be so, so greatly appreciated. Reviews help the podcast out so much. And if you know of anyone who would love this podcast, definitely share it with them. Or if you have a favorite episode from this past year and want to share it to your story, be sure to tag Detail Diary Podcast. We will repost absolutely everyone's story and any little thing like that to help support the show really just means the absolute world to me. It always brightens my day whenever I see someone share about the show on social media or whenever we receive a review or anything like that. It just makes my day the best. So thank you all so much for being a part of this journey the past year. I really appreciate you all tuning in every single week and I truly hope that All of the topics that we cover and different interviews that we talk through have really helped you grow and develop your own business or ideas for your business or even just push you in the direction of feeling more inspired and motivated to jump into the world of small business. Today, I thought it would be fun to kind of take a look back on 2021 business-wise And just talk through my own business, my own businesses, and give you all a little overview of what my financial breakdown looks like. I've actually gotten this question a lot when I talk about different streams of income and passive income and diversifying your income and lots of different topics along those lines, kind of what I do in my own business for the different streams of income that I have and kind of what that looks like. Now, I'm not going to be talking through exact numbers today because, of course, that's just a barrier that I draw with myself and my business and my finances, but I am going to be talking in depth on the different revenue streams that I have, what percentage each revenue stream makes up in my business, and kind of the expenses that go along with each. So it gives you a little bit of a better idea of how I'm approaching my business from the back end and a little insight on 
all of the different areas that go on behind the scenes here. Now, when I do my bookkeeping, I talk about bookkeeping, I feel like pretty frequently on this podcast because of course I have my bookkeeping course, but I categorize my bookkeeping in a very specific way. I like to be very organized. I like all of my financial information to really be broken down into categories that are applicable to my own business, which is why I love my approach to bookkeeping for small business owners because you can really tailor it to your business, what you personally want to track and everything like that. Anyways, so when I do my bookkeeping, I have all different revenue streams that I keep track of throughout the year. So I condensed them down for purposes of this podcast episode. But if I look into my bookkeeping Excel document, which I have open right next to me while I'm going to be running through this episode, I actually have 23 lines under revenue for all of my different categories of revenue. Now, that's not to say that I have 23 different areas completely separate that I'm bringing in revenue. That's not true. A lot of these line items, as you'll see me talk about in just a few moments, all condense into just a few different categories. But for my own organization and the outlook I have on my business, I like to break things down into as smaller groups as possible as I can so that I can get a really good idea of my business and how each individual small little area is performing. So I just went through right before this episode and calculated up all of my different income revenue streams and separated them into five different categories to see what my percentages came out to at the end of this year for my businesses. So we will get started jumping into the first category at 63% of income is my website, detailsandswirls.com. Now, this doesn't really come as a surprise to me. It may come as a surprise to some of you who know me really well for my wedding rentals, but for me and the way that I run my business, my website definitely is the main driver of income for my business. It's what a lot of my schedule is surrounded upon, and it's definitely one of the main driving forces behind my business. Now, for purposes of this episode, I am not breaking down every single solitary little category on my website. I may not even do this for the end of this year. It would be a goal of mine to really break down how each and every single product on my website compares. I'll probably try to do that over the next few weeks while I have some time off from orders, but this encompasses everything on my website. So of course, all of my custom wooden signs that I sell, also any acrylic wedding signs that I sell. This also includes any canvas print signs that I sell, any additional home decor items that I have on my website, like those glass cutting boards, blankets, pillows, anything like that. This also includes any pop-up shops that I do. And this also includes all of my workbooks and courses. So all of my lettering workbooks and lettering resources, the courses that I have for bookkeeping and pricing, my presets, you know, anything along those lines, anything that's on my website falls under this 63% of my income. 
Now, looking at this with a grain of salt, obviously some things on my website are much more profitable than other things. It just really depends on the product that I'm selling. So my workbook, for example, for hand lettering, it's at a much lower price point on my website, but there are no expenses tied to that workbook. It is passive income, it's a digital download, and it's all good to go once it's purchased. While my signs have lots of expenses tied to them, not only the expense of my own time and the time it takes me to do all of the steps in the process of creating my signs, but also the time of any assistance that I pay to package all my orders for me, and also all of the expenses that go along with actually creating pieces. So there are lots of different moving parts, but my website is definitely the predominant driver in my income, at least for 2021. Now, next up, coming in at 17% are my wedding rentals. Compared to my first year of business, this is pretty crazy because while my rentals are the second largest income driver for my business, they're definitely significantly lower than my first year of business where I don't have that pie chart pulled up right this second, but I would wager to say that my first year of business, my wedding rentals were probably 80% of my business, if not even more. So it is really crazy to see the shift and I haven't really made a an active shift towards this. Of course, I love wedding rentals. They are such an important part of my business and I do wholeheartedly enjoy the rentals and the weddings that I do, but I have learned throughout the years certainly what my limits are and what works best with my schedule, what works best for my business and I definitely have cut back on the types of services that I offer and the number of weddings that I take per year because I have a very clear idea of how many weddings I want to take on every year and the types of packages that I need to offer that work well for my business and things like that. So the wedding rental side of my business has definitely changed and evolved over time. And I'm really happy with kind of the position that it holds in my business right now. I don't see it going away anytime soon or anytime at all for that matter, but I feel like it'll probably continue to hold this percentage in my business from here on out. I'm not really looking to expand the rental side of my business. Like I'm looking to really expand other ends of my business and I'm very, very happy with where I'm at with my rentals, which is great. Now, rentals are very different from the percentage breakdown on my website because the expenses tied to rentals are extremely different than the expenses tied to my website. For rentals, the main expense, like quote unquote expense, is really and truly just my time. Of course, I am purchasing new rentals throughout the year, but the real main expense for the rentals is just how much time it takes out of my schedule both during the week with prepping the rentals and paying my assistants to also prep rentals whether it be cleaning off rentals or grid lining or things like that as well as the time it takes for delivery so 
I love kind of doing an analysis like this because every single different area is unique in itself and it makes it difficult definitely as a business owner to really evaluate what areas are performing the best and relating expenses back to different revenue streams and things like that. But it's one of the things that I love to do. (laughs) I love looking at my bookkeeping and especially at the end of the year, analyzing everything like this. I just find it very interesting. So that is number two for rentals at 17% as my second largest income driver for my business. Next up, coming in at a close third, I feel like I'm announcing like a sports game or something, but next up, third largest income driver for my business at 12% is Detailed Threads Boutique. And this honestly kind of surprised me. I guess not really surprised me, but I just don't hold the boutique to the same level as I hold my rental business, if that makes any sense. My rentals are at 17%. My boutique is at 12%, which is pretty close, you know, like only a 5% difference. But to me, in my mind, my boutique is nowhere near as large as my rental business. And maybe that's because the time involved in the boutique is not nearly as much time as is involved in my rentals. And on the other hand, kind of similar going along with that, the profit margin in the boutique, I don't mean to use any like super textbook accounting terms, but basically how much money the boutique makes is much less than say looking at my rentals because my expenses are the highest for the boutique than they are for any other area of my business that I'll be talking about. So I think that's also why it's funny to see the comparison income wise, because behind the scenes, I know like, well, half of that income, at least for the boutique, is fully expenses. Like that's just how the clothing and boutique kind of business runs. Whereas rentals, it's may not be as much physical expenses that you're paying, but it's so much more time. So just very interesting to look at, interesting to look at for the future, which one, which areas are more scalable, which areas you can pour more time into. I definitely have a lot of plans for the boutique. Now I don't see the boutique taking off into this like massive business because just for me, I don't really think I want that, (laughs) but I do have plans to grow it from where it is now, and I'll be interesting to see come next year. I would love to do this podcast episode every single year at the end of the year just to track growth and track different changes in the business. It'll be very interesting to see kind of where the boutique stands next year. Now, the last two categories are definitely the smallest categories of them all by a landslide, which is also funny because it's just surprising doing something like this because I would have thought that one of these areas would have been much larger than it is. But when you actually add everything up and create a table and everything like that, it's like, oh, I guess it isn't as much as I thought. It's just interesting. So in any case, coming in fourth for The fourth largest income driver to my business is my mentorship program at 5% of my income. 
And this was the one that I thought may have been more closer towards 10%, but honestly, it's so hard to kind of predict percentages and things in terms of all of the other things that are going on. But mentorship comes in at around 5%, which I'm really happy with. I started my mentorship program in very late 2020. And it definitely picked up this year in 2021. And I enjoy doing my mentorship so much. It brings me so much joy just talking to so many other small business owners, helping them along their journey in their business. And I really, really do enjoy it. With my mentorship, all of the expenses are time. So all of the time that it took to create all of the materials for the mentorship calls and programs that I have, along with, of course, the time that it takes for me to be on the mentorship calls when I have them. Now, this is definitely another area of my business that I would absolutely love to grow going into 2022. I have a lot of different ideas for mentorship. Things kind of get a little confusing because while I have this mentorship in a different area on my kind of analysis and chart. There are also materials and different products on my website that I talked about, like my like my courses and my workbooks that I kind of like in my categorization would technically categorize under mentorship or at least that general category of my business. So I will probably do an additional analysis on the back end for myself when I'm looking at my business as a whole and pull out those sales that I have on my website for those types of items to kind of really see how things measure out for that whole category of mentorship. But whether it be face-to-face mentorship calls or more mentorship courses and materials, this is an area that I feel so, so, so passionate about. And I have lots of fun ideas and resources for fellow small business owners. So this is certainly an area that I'm going to be focusing on, especially going into 2022. Now, the last and final section, the fifth largest income driver for my business coming in at 3% is the affiliate and partnerships side of my business. So this encompasses all kind of like Instagram sponsorships that I do, TikTok sponsorships that I do, any affiliate links that I share. So if I'm like linking something on my stories through like to know it or anything like that, I kind of threw all of them into this slice. Now, 2021, I originally entered this year with larger goals for focusing on this area of my business because it is something that I find really fun. I love all things lifestyle. Like you guys know, I love all different types of things. So whether that be fashion, beauty, or even things for small business, I really just love talking about things that I love. So heading into 2021, I had a lot of really big goals for the partnership side of my business. And honestly, this past year has just been a lot for me. It's just been a little bit of a difficult year and social media was not the forefront of my mind at all. I've really just had no motivation to talk about any like lifestyle stuff or 
reach out to brands and pitch my ideas to them. And I just didn't have the motivation behind this area this year like I thought I would. And that's okay. You know, sometimes we go into the year with goals and plans and then things change and we end up moving in different directions. And that's definitely what happened this year. I'm still very happy and very proud of myself for the different partnerships that I did this year and the brands that I worked with and everything along those lines. But I certainly will say that 2022 is definitely going to be a year of me pursuing this area a little bit more. Hopefully all things will go well. I have lots of plans. In the next few weeks, I'm going to be doing a lot of back-end work to kind of get things in motion and get me on a little bit of a schedule for this end of my business. So if you see some partnerships on Instagram and TikTok, hopefully in the next few months, late winter, early spring, definitely let me know because I'm very excited about kind of jumping back into this area of business. And that is a full recap of my five different areas of income for 2021. So I will just summarize it up for you again really quick. First at 63% is my website, detailsandswirls.com. Second at 17% are my wedding rentals. Third at 12% is Detailed Threads Boutique. Fourth at 5% is my mentorship and Fifth at 3% is my affiliate and partnership area of my business. I'm so interested to see how 2022 goes, if things kind of stay around the same or if we have any big shifts. It's kind of just difficult to say. I'm going to be recording an episode the first week of the new year, chatting all about setting goals and things like that. So I don't want to get too, too much into like all of my goals for the new year and everything like that, because I know I touched on it a little bit. But what you guys may have noticed is that the podcast is actually nowhere (laughs) in my income breakdown at all. Not even a sliver of a slice. I currently don't make any money at all from the podcast aside from any affiliate programs that I'm in. So sometimes I'll pop in my Flowdesk affiliate into episodes or my ShipStation or anything along those lines, but I'm not making money on those unless a listener or someone else signs up for the program and then I make affiliate commission on it. Not saying like, you guys need to go sign up because I don't get paid for the podcast. That's literally not what I'm saying at all. I just want to be transparent with everyone listening that I don't make any money from the podcast. It's totally fine. When I started the podcast this year, I knew my long-term goal would be to monetize the podcast one day, but I didn't want to put pressure on myself at all this year in my first year to like go out and pitch brands for sponsorships and XYZ. Like I just wanted to enjoy the podcast and that's exactly what I've done. And I've made a lot of changes to it along the way. We just did a rebrand. Like I'm feeling very confident and happy in the direction that the podcast is going. And I've got big plans for 2022 with some goals that I have in mind for the podcast. So just wanted to throw that out there too, um, in case anyone was wondering. I'm just here for fun and... It's been great 
chatting with you all this entire year. But today I'm writing down in my figurative detailed diary that it is so important to take a step back at the end of the year and just look at all we've accomplished, no matter how big or how small. I know that you've made accomplishments during this year. So take some time to just sit down, look through some numbers or look through some photos and just write down a few things that you're proud of. And I think that you'd be surprised how much you've actually done this year and how much there is to be proud of. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you all have such a wonderful rest of your year. We will be taking a break next week for the holidays, and I will catch you all in the year. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Detailed Diary Podcast. Make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Be sure to join our community over on Instagram at Detailed Diary Podcast and introduce yourself. I'm looking forward to meeting you over there and I will see you next Wednesday for a brand new episode. Until then, have an amazing week.